This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast from September 7th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing? Mm, hanging in there, Dylan. How about yourself? Doing well, doing well. I'm enjoying and surviving Alaska so far, and it's been good. Alaska, Alaska is a fantastic state to visit. I, I it's way underrated. I agree. So I'm saying it's been good, uh, especially because it's September, start of September. So I'm not, yeah. you know, freezing and under snow yet. It's been fine. Are, are you guys 50s or have you, have you hit 60s? Uh, it's it's down to like 50s ish. I don't know. It's it's hoodie weather, but it's certainly not bad. Know. Yeah, it's been cool it's, driving around. There's mountains everywhere. There's glaciers everywhere. It's been cool. Yeah. It's been cool. How about Chicago? How's Chicago Nick, treating you? Before we get to Chicago, did you make it to any glaciers? Uh, I didn't step on any glaciers, but I saw them. Okay. Uh, I, I've seen them, but I haven't, I've not got any. No, I've been busy doing some stuff, but tomorrow I have the day blocked off to drive oh. north and go get lost Dylan, in the woods. About, I think, maybe 15 years ago, I went to Alaska, and yeah. I dropped, like, I think I think it was a five. What do you mean? On a glacier, and it, like, fell, like, in one of the cracks. and Like a $5 bill? Yeah, so if you run across it, you can get it back from me and appreciate I'll it. I'll owe it. I'll be like, oh yeah, this is yours. Was, yeah. It's, it's probably frozen. It's probably in good condition. And it's it's all set. It's preserved. Yeah, it probably got wet. Yeah, it probably got wet or something. I don't know. Money will be fine. But, It'll be fine. No, no, no joke. That actually happened. No, I, I went on a glacier tour. Um, I, I lost a bet to my sister. I was paying her. Fi- I, I was paying her. It bill blew out of my hand and whipped down the crack of a, of a glacier. Oh, I'm not joking. Boy. Did you have to pay her a second five, or were you like, there's your money, that's yours? I did say there's your money, and then she's like, okay, I'm going to throw you in after it. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, I when we get to the cruise ship. Yeah, could have found you in there. Um, all right, were you on a cruise ship? Cruise ship? Because yeah. that's what I saw uh, yesterday. I was down in a place called Whittier, which has a population of like 200 or something. Mm-hmm. But I uh, saw one of those giant cruise ships that was the size of the town, basically. It was really impressive. It's from yeah. like an engineering stand, standpoint. Yeah, no, for, I was for, like, holy for, moly. For, for, for some reason, my, my father took us on a cruise the Inner Passage when I was, like, I think it was like 18, 20. I think it was, I think it was 18. Sounds pretty cool. I, I was like j- just old enough to, to go to the casino, and I cleaned up that trip. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, uh, in non-Alaska news, we are going to take a look at DFS options for Monday. Don't you want to ask me how Chicago is? Yeah, how's Chicago doing? Uh, is it still there? Are you in the 50s? Oh, I wish. Yeah? Is it cold? Up around like 93. Uh, that sounds good, right? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? 93 degrees. You don't like it? I don't like it. <laughs> but you got your air conditioning fixed. We all know about that. Mm-hmm. No, not great. I might have gotten the air conditioner fixed, but it doesn't mean I'm, I'm not too cheap to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. 93 in September, that's the time to do it. I would say, if, yes. if there's ever, if you're ever gonna, you know, use it. Um, all right. Well, yes. DFS baseball stuff going on Monday the seventh. Got a full slate of games all throughout the day. Tons of day games going on, which is good. Um, Matt, we start at catcher. Who stuck out to you behind the plate? Anybody you're excited about specifically? You know, this is actually a really good day for a lot of, a lot of other positions. It's just a rough catcher day. It's not great. It's really not. Um, I I really struggled. By- I really struggled to find matchups that I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the obvious pick is Buster Posey. Yep. Posey yeah, hit um, his 100th career homer on Sunday. Congratulations to Buster. Well, he's, he turns be, out he's still really good. He might be going for one-on-one against Patrick Corbin. Um, yeah. Posey is, in fact, right-handed. Corbin is, in fact, left-handed. Yeah. 
I think you, at this point in the season, I hope you see where we're going with this. Yes, um, that's a good matchup for him. I like Corbin, but his peripherals have looked better than his actual performance so far. Yeah. He, he struggled a little bit. I don't know if that's going to hang, because again, sometimes that is just how it goes. But um, I don't know. It, Buster Posey's good enough to take advantage of him, even when he's okay. So I'm with you there. And sure. also, just a quick glance at the platoon splits. If you're going to attack Patrick Corbin, you're going to do it with right-handed batter. Yeah, that's kind of what he's struggled with, for sure. Um, okay. The only other name I've written down is a bad one. Okay, that's exciting. That's promising. Um, but The Tigers get Drew Smiley. Yes, they do. And he's been really good. Yes. I mean, like, the results have been fantastic. No, I think he's had, like, one or two, like, you know, rough starts, but either way. He's been good. He's been for really a guy good. that we thought was maybe done for the season, he's been good. If only Alex Cobb could come back and rescue my uh, NFPC team. Oh, yeah. So you're just sitting there, dead on the roster, it's just so, taunting you. It, it hurts to look at it. You're like, oh, so, yeah, I did draft you. Oh. Every, every time I see it, I, I feel embarrassed. Anyway, Smiley is, in fact, left-handed. He does struggle a bit with righties. The, the, the one catcher in Detroit that might be useful is James McCann, but I'm not I'm not going to like fall over backwards to, to, right. to get in my DFS lineup. It's not exciting. I means. do kind of like the, the, the Tigers stack against Smiley because they are awfully right-handed. Yes, yes. I think there's runs to be had there. I like Drew Smiley, but I don't know about that start at all. I think so, too. But yeah. uh, I, I put down James McCann. I don't necessarily believe in it, but I had a hard time finding anyone else I, I like more, honestly. Yeah. Um, I have two others that, that aren't lovely. Um, Evan Gaddis gets Felix Dubron. Again, if he's a catcher, depending on your DFS format. For some, he is. For some, he isn't. But... Uh, he would be just fine there. He likes it lefties, and Felix DeBron's not very good. So that's a, that's a good lefty matchup for him. If you have to use him at first base or outfield, I like him there as an option too. But if he's catcher, even better. And then um, a guy who's had a bad year, but Wilson Ramos is uh, is right-handed and traditionally likes to hit lefties, hasn't this year. It's John Neese, though, right? Don't you think that Wilson Ramos could maybe score some runs against John Neese or the righty-heavy, you know, Nationals lineup in the same way. Honestly, I, I could see the Nationals scoring runs. I don't necessarily think uh, Ramos is where I want to be. Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like the McCann thing, where you're like, he has the platoon advantage, and well, it's it, there could be guys on base for him, you know, but... The, the difference is McCann's actually produced results. I think he's got like, like a 900 OPS versus left-handed pitching, something like that. Yeah. Just like that. Ramos was good previously in his career. It's just like whatever's going on in Washington, he's he struggled. So five ninety OPS. There's no, yeah. there's no power. He's barely getting on base. Yeah. In the same way, uh, Sal Perez gets a lefty and Tommy Malone, but we've already talked about how he's also traditionally good against lefties, but not doing well against he's, them. He's worse than Ramos. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, they should do well, and they haven't. So you're right in that it's a it's a pretty tough catcher day. You could it's go very- um, Ismani Grandal gets Nick Tropiano. That's not exciting, but I think that might be the second best option. I guess. I mean, right-handed Tropiano, Grandal. I could see him doing well there. It'd be fine. I'm so, I'm, I'm a huge Tropiano fanboy. I've always liked him. And I think I always will. Yeah, I I find him intriguing. I don't love him, but I find him intriguing, and he can I, do okay I just, there. I, I, I just wish he could get a job and just be allowed to stick there. Yeah, and he hasn't much. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's in his age 25 season, just hasn't, you know, he hasn't had that opportunity yet. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Frustrating. It, yeah, it kind of is. All right. Um, first base. He had more options at first base, I hope, right? 
I found three that I like. I started with, with Miguel Cabrera. Yes. He's back. He's swinging the hot stick. I have been corrected on this. He, he gets Drew Smiley. We went over this. Mm-hmm. You know, Smiley's Miggy. good, but Miggy against lefties yeah. is real good. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, that's a good place to be. I agree. And it might not be that popular because Smiley's pretty good. You know? Yeah. But... yeah there might be a bit of a Drew Smiley discount. You know, yep. I can't discount it. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was. Horrific podcasting, Matt. That's all right. I'll leave it in for you. No problem. Oh, thank you. Um, who do you got at? Uh, who else you got at first? Uh, I have two cheaper options that I kind of like. Okay. First, Ben Paulson gets uh, Ian Kennedy. Yeah, it's in San Diego, but I don't know. It's Ian Kennedy. Kennedy's really bad, but I'm really kind of worried about the extreme move of Rockies guys going from Coors to San Diego. It's just funky. I don't know. It's Ian Kennedy. You wouldn't be crazy. It just depends on the prices. You know, I'm not paying full price for Nolan Arenado, though. Well, here's the thing. Kennedy's actually been bad, bad in, in Petco this year. Yeah. No, I'm not even worried about Ian Kennedy. I'm just worried about the environment. In, in fewer innings, he's given up more home runs at home than he has in the road. Yeah. I Ian Kennedy's bad. Like, the matchup's good. I agree. And you're right. It might be bad enough that the change of scenery won't matter. And um, the thing is, you, you can you can go both ways with lefties and righties against Kennedy because he's mm-hmm. equally bad against both. He's pretty bad. You know what? Yeah, you know what? You're fine. You're right. Yeah, Ben Paulson, cheap option, could be just fine there. I talked you into it? Uh, I'm talking me into being fine with it. Um, okay. At least for a guy like Paulson. Again, I don't know that I would pay full price for Arenado still. There's question marks. But if you want to go someone you know cheaper from that lineup like that, if you take him or you take LeMahieu or something, I'd be like, okay, sure. But... I'm not paying for Carlos Gonzalez in San Diego. Did you have Anthony Rinso against Lance Lynn? Lance Lynn's good, but I mean, it's yeah, Anthony Rinso. I, I, I didn't write it down. I thought about it. But yeah. I don't I don't want to pay full price for Anthony Rizzo against Lance Lynn. I, I realize there's a platoon advantage, mm-hmm. and he could actually he, he could have a great day, but I that's something I wouldn't be betting on. Okay. Well, who is your other option at first base uh, that you liked? Ben Zimmerman versus John Neese. Sure. Yeah. Like you said, Zimmerman, his talent he has left is hitting lefties. It's the last, you know, he, basically every body part has fallen off him twice. Yeah, except like his, the body has, part that hits left-handed pitching. He has no shoulders. He has no knees. Yeah. But apparently there's still a piece of him that's capable of mashing against left-handed pitching. Yeah. Uh, and John Neese is not intimidating, so you're right. That could be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I had Pedro Alvarez against Anthony De Sclafani because why not, right? He could easily go 0 for 4, but he could easily run into 1 or 2, wouldn't you say? I guess. You used to say that Troy Tulowitzki was throwing your hands up and saying, I don't have an idea, but I feel like Pedro Alvarez against a righty is more of a, I don't have a better pick here, so let me just pick the guy that might hit a home run, right? I think I'd be more interested in Zimmerman and Paulson, honestly, than himself. Alvarez is never exciting. He's just capable. Um, yeah. Freddie Freeman gets Aaron Harang, and he's very capable. I don't know who's going to drive in, though. That you know, bad Atlanta lineup kind of depresses me. So I feel yeah. like the ceiling's a little low. If, if then, you want to see an offense more depressing than the White Sox, look to Atlanta. It's been bad. Um, Freddie Freeman, you're very capable. I could see him having a few doubles and just standing at second base, not scoring runs. Um, and then uh, Adrian Gonzalez gets Nick Tropiano. I believe in him more. Uh, I believe in the matchup more than you do. Even if you love Tropiano, I don't blame you. I don't love him. I like him fine, but I think Adrian can do okay there. Um, second base, Matt. Where do you start at second base? I, there are a ton of options. Okay. Some are expensive, some are not. Okay. Do you have a favorite one right off the bat? 
Well, if you're asking me to pick my favorite, I have to pick Logan Forsythe. Okay, yes. I cannot blame you for doing that. Against Yeah, Logan against the Wolfman. Yes. Righty and lefty. You know, Logan has been fantastic against left-handed pitching this year. And, and again, it's the Wolfman. Yeah, it's we've we've talked about it. I'm surprised we hadn't talked about him yet in this podcast, but yeah, that's a thing. Honestly, sure. who who would you talk? About? You know, what catcher, what first baseman would you talk no, about? You wouldn't. Tampa? You wouldn't. No, you're right. Yeah. That those options aren't there. Those options are later in the Rays lineup. Yes. Um. Yeah. So I agree. That's a good one right off the top, and he's super capable against lefties. He always has been. We've been banging that drum for good reason. Uh, where else are you going at second base? I'm looking right at the the, uh, the matchup for Jose Altuve in Oakland against Felix Dubron. Yep. That's your expensive one, but also your good one. If if ever there was a day to pay full price for Jose Altuve, this is it. We've got a lefty with control issues. Mm-hmm. Altuve should be able to get on there and do just and, fine. Yeah, Altuve is five foot two. <laughs> I'm not sure that's true, but he's yeah, uh, yeah. It's a small target. I get what you're saying there. <laughs> that could be. Issues for Felix. Um, so Altuve will come with a price tag, but it'd be worth considering paying. Um, do you like Ian Kinsler getting the lefty, Andrew Smiley? I do. He was hey. all next to my list. There you go. Yeah. Um, he's kind of turned his season around. It was certainly was disappointing early on, but uh, yeah, I think he'd be pretty capable. Again, Ooh. I like Drew Smiley, but you know, that's a good lineup to hit. You know, it, it's like if Ian Kinsler were on the Braves. And just getting Drew Smiley, I'd be less excited about just from the lack of support. But <laughs> I see a lot of righties uh, doing things to Smiley, making his day a little short. So, yeah. Hey, Dylan, how weird is it that Ian Kinsler stayed healthy for the last two years? It's been weird. Yeah, it's been weird. I don't... When that trade to Detroit was made, everybody was pretty, oh, he's going to be hurt in five minutes. And he played 161 last year, and he's probably going to play at least 150 this year. Yeah, he's one of those guys that would just ruin me in fantasy every year because I'm like, 20 homers, 20 steals in the bank, blah, 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 and then he would just get hurt all the time, or he'd, he kind of had David Wright syndrome there for a bit where he would all of a sudden show power but no speed or like all of a sudden hit for a crazy average but not hit homers, and you would get stuff from him, but he was also hurt all the time. Yeah. He, Ian Kinsler has upset me for a few years. Yeah. Not, not recent years, but in the past. There's scars there. Um... But yeah. yeah, so far so good this year. He's, he's turned things around and he can yeah. hit lefties. So, um, second base. What else on your uh, list? Pope Wong against Dan Heron. Yeah, why not? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Heron is not that special right now. So and he's getting he's getting an OPS against of over of over eight hundred against uh, left-handed batters. Mm-hmm. Wong's in fact left-handed. Yep. He does well against righties. I, yeah. You know, come on! It's it's September. It's gonna be September seventh. Yeah, you can only get by on slow stuff and good control for so long. Like people are starting to hit Dan Heron pretty bad. Don't throw it to Matt Mark Burley. That's true. I mean, there will be a day when he's done, but he's not there yet. Obviously. Um, do you like Anthony Rendon getting John Neese at all? Not in particular, no. Yeah, I think uh, he could be fine, but I agree there are better options, or at least options I have more faith in. It would not shock me if he had a good day against him, but I'm probably going to go somewhere else. You can consider it. It wouldn't be nuts. It's righty on lefty. He has a bunch of talent, but like Wilson Ramos and everybody except Bryce Harmer in that Nationals lineup, you're kind of wondering what the heck happened, what's going on. Um, It's also a D. Gordon day against Zach Davies, if you want. You okay with that? Yeah, I, I kind of like Dietrich a bit more, but I guess he's kind of moved on to the outfield. Uh-huh. D. Gordon is 
in a very different sense, kind of like Pedro Alvarez, and that he always has the potential. <laughs> He's like the opposite player, but he always has the potential to put up points in like most matchups, but really hard to predict, you know, uh, when he's going to be able to run, I feel like. So he could be fine. D. Gordon could be fine. Uh, there's runs to be had against the Brewers. Um, anybody else at second base for you? No, I think we ran it down pretty well, actually. Plenty of options there, but we love uh, we love Kinsler, Altuve, if you can forward it, and Logan Forsyth. I would go Altuve, Forsyth, Kinsler in that order. With yep. Long is, you know, it, it kind of, I guess he'd be cheaper at this point, right? Yeah, probably. Um, how about third base? Where are you starting? Where are you going? There's a lot of names at third base. Yes, 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 sir. I started with, with, with one of our favorites here, Todd Frazier, mm-hmm. uh, getting yeah. Jeff Hawk. Top of my lineup. You're picking uh-huh. against the Redstone Rocket. Poor Jeff Locke. Yeah, poor Jeff Locke. Do you remember that story we had last year about him getting caught up in that like betting ring, and it wasn't him? <laughs> Some guy was like trying to frame him. That was yeah. That was the most random like. We spent yeah, like half a podcast was, talking about that. We, we did. It was just it was so unusual. Yeah, there's a backstory to Jeff Locke. the The cliff notes is it's somebody he like went to high school with was mad that he was big-timing him, even though they weren't really friends, and so he tried to, like, frame him for gambling games. And MLB looked into it and quickly was like, there's no credibility to this. Like, he was found innocent, of course, but it's just really weird. Yeah, the, the problem was that the, the supposed gambler was, was, was right. Yes, he was like, oh, he's going to, like, throw this game, and then he went out and was bad, and everyone was yeah. like, oh, no. And, yeah, no, MLB looked into it and was very quickly like, are you kidding me? Like, this is fine. <laughs> it was a weird story. It was a really weird story. Anyway, um, innocent or guilty, Jeff Locke's been bad, and I could see Top Frazier doing just fine against him. Yeah, um, that's okay. Even though he hasn't been the same superstar in the second half, he can still hit lefties. He'll be fine. Yeah. Do you like Alex Rodriguez getting way in Chen at Yankee Stadium? I had Stadium? it written down. I, I kind of like that for A-Rod. Yeah, it's Yankee Stadium. That's it a lefty. He could be fine. Chen's competent, but A-Rod could do well there. Um, Matt Carpenter gets Dan Heron. If Colton Wong yeah, can hit Dan Heron, so can Matt Carpenter, right? You know, and, and that's where Matt Carpenter's power comes from. Yeah, if you yeah, want to pick... Lefty on righty. That's that's where that's where he hits lots of homers. At yep. least this this season he does apparently. Yeah. Uh. So a little mini, you know, Cardinal stack. I, I could see some things there against Dan Heron. You wouldn't be nuts. Um. Adrian Beltre, also not the hitter he once was. He gets Rowan Elias. He still likes to hit lefties. They're still popping that bat. He's capable. It's in Seattle, which isn't great for him. Um. But I could see him doing okay. What do you think? I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't in I was looking at, but. Beltre against a lefty is all I see there, and a really bad Mariners bullpen. So it's it's again, there's ones I like more than that, but it could be fine. On the flip side, same thing. Kyle Seeger gets Giovanni Gallardo. Okay, like that's an okay matchup. It's not great. It's not juicy, but there are options. Unlike catcher, where we're like grasping for straws, I feel like there's actually places to go at third base. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else do you like at third? I had Trevor Plouffe written down. Okay, I could see that. You like him against Giordano, against a righty? Well, the only problem is, and you've mentioned this before, is I can't see a Rose bullpen. Yeah, he has to, he has to, the defense is good, and the park isn't great to hit in. They're just, they're hard to pick against. Like, none of those is necessarily a deal breaker, but there's just a lot of little things that add up to make you go, ugh. I agree. But, I mean, Trevor Plouffe could do okay, I guess. Giordano Ventura is not that good, so... Um, anybody else at third base? I think I think it runs down pretty well. Plenty of options, places yeah. to go, um, and then shortstop. 
top of my list, Carlos Correa gets Felix Dubron. If you want to spend on Altuve, you got to consider that too, right? Yeah, it's going to be an expensive middle infield, but if you could swing it... No reason yep. they can't perform in Oakland. You could probably toss in James McCann. As your, yeah, as there you go. That's how you afford that. <laughs> um, who else do you like at shortstop? That's the top of the expensive list for the got, money bags. Two of our, our favorites here. Yes. Not Johnny, oh, you, you could talk me into Johnny Peralta. Yeah, he would oh. do fine against Dan Heron. Yeah, it's ready and ready, correct? Yes. No reason not to like it, though. Peralta's yeah. capable. Dan Heron. Again, there's if you want to go Cardinal stack against the Cubs, go nuts. Yeah, this is a, this is the you know against Dan Heron's pretty much the did do it. Yep. Um, no, I had two two of our other favorites. I had Brandon Crawford and I had Brad Miller. Yeah, both very capable. Uh, Crawford gets Patrick Corbin, but he's very capable of hitting a lefty. I agree. I'm fine with that. And then, yeah, if I'm willing to mention Kyle Seager against Giovanni Gallardo, I imagine Brad Miller would do fine there too. Yeah, he would hope yes. Yeah, cheap option, but a guy that can always add a little power or a little speed. There's ways for him to contribute. Sure. Any other short stops for you? That's all. I had, yeah, I had Korea and the other two. And that was yeah, that's a total of. Oh, I had a fifth one. Um, Alcides Escobar gets Tommy Malone. Alcides is never exciting, but if you think the Royals can score against Tommy Malone and the Twins, which I do, I think he'd be fine. Uh, he could be an option there. Um, not exciting, but a guy. You know, in such a big slate with a bunch of different times, it's good to name other guys. So, um, And then in the outfield, where are you starting in the outfield? In the outfield, I'm, I'm going to start with Jason Hayward against yeah. Dan Heron. Yep. Again, lefty and righty, that's where you want to attack Dan Heron, as we've mentioned about a dozen times. Mm-hmm. And George Springer's back. George Springer is back, finally. I, I, I like him against Felix DeBron. Yeah, back one of those, uh, you know, Houston righties that, that match on lefties. He, he was one of the good ones for glad he's back, and he yeah. should be able to put up numbers in September for sure. And I'm, I'm sorry, and you, you could talk me into a, a Rockies outfield stack against... Ian Kennedy. Ian Kennedy, I'm just yeah. worried about the price, man. Like, Carlos Gonzalez has such those big home road splits. I agree with Paulson. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. Blackman could be fine. You're, you're not crazy. Blackman. My, my, my guess would be Blackman probably be the cheapest. That's probably who I would go with. Yeah, he could be fine there. I agree. Um, I like Marlon Bird getting Patrick Corbin. Marlon Bird has not slowed down with the Giants. Everybody was worried, oh no, going to a pitcher-friendly park away from Cincinnati. He's been fine, especially when he gets lefties. So, you know, he's he's like a 240 hitter right now, and that's okay, but, you know, 25 homer guy, going to get those RBIs. So I think if you want to pick on Patrick Corbin, uh, Marlon Bird would do just fine. Um, it's also a day for Red Sox righties against Mark Burley, but right now the best one is probably Mookie Betts, wouldn't you say? I suppose. Yeah, you're not thrilled, apparently. Not in particular, no. It's a team that's pretty well packing it up for the winner, unfortunately. The Red Sox are trying some guys out. But you know who's actually hitting lefties really well? Who's that? Um, oh, I got this bat. I'm just... I'm just... I'm, I'm just a... <laughs> Did you look it up wrong? Yes. Okay. Um, and then You're leaving all this in to fuck with me, aren't you? No, I am certainly not. Uh, that, I that's why I'm waiting. I curse. So you'd have to edit it out. That's true. Um, how about uh, Pirates against Anthony Sclafani? That's Gregory Polanco is uh, the lefty on righty, but I mean McCutcheon and Starling Marte should do just fine against Sclafani, wouldn't you say? I would stay away from Polanco. Why is that? You're not in. You see what he's been doing like the, the past maybe ooh, month. No, I haven't looked closely. I know that he continues to just steal a million bases. Are you worried about him? He hasn't been 
You want me to pull up numbers? Here, uh, we, we, we can look. Like, I'll take a peek now. Good live podcasting right here. He was good in August. He's been miserable the last few weeks, though. Okay. Yeah. He His September numbers do not look good. It's a little, you know, smaller. He, he was awesome in August, but yeah, you'd be right that the last week or two is slowed down. He was good on Sunday Night Baseball, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried about him. The thing is, even when he's bad, he steals bases. I guess. I mean, I find him to be pretty pretty underwhelming this year. How about uh, McCutcheon and Marte, though? Do you okay with them going righty on righty? If I'm going righty on righty and I'm paying full price, I want the Colorado guys against Team Kennedy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, I believe in picking on De Sclafani and the Reds bullpen. I have more, more faith in De Sclafani than I do in Ian Kennedy. Okay, that's super fair. That's fine. Um, how about our boy Lorenzo Cain getting Tommy Malone? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Lorenzo Cain, now and forever. Yeah. Would you consider his new teammate, Johnny Gomes, though, getting a lefty? That'd be a deep pick, I feel like. That would be, you know, if you're going to do something like that, that, that Altuve Correa. Yeah. You need somebody field, cheap like Gomes. You're going to need, some, you know, somebody cheap in the outfield. Johnny Gomes could make sense in that case. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Absolutely. Getting Tommy Malone, trying to be sneaky there. Or in your, your real deep formats, you know. Um, you could go like Odebel Herrera gets Williams Perez, who I know you're not that you know worried about. Um, what, both of those names sound like they're they're misspelled to me. Odebel Herrera, it's yeah, it's a weird. I'm Honestly, glad I got it right. You know, when I when I used to play you know baseball sim games, you know, back when I was a teenager, it, it, it eventually you get to the, like the, you know the created players, yeah. you know, like random names thrown together. That's what that sounds like. Odebel oh. Herrera, I'll give you that. That's fine. That's it. I think he's capable. Against Williams Perez. You're right. That's a good matchup for that, exactly. Um, Speaking of it, at, at work we hired a guy whose first name is Johnson. Oh, really? And does he go by John, or he goes by Johnson? He, go, he goes by John. Well, I'm, I'm going to be calling him the special agent. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to appreciate that right off the bat, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, you, you know, it, 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 he hasn't started yet. And yeah. You know, his his first day, it's going to be, hi, I'm, I'm Matt. I'm Johnson. Oh, Special agent, are we? Yeah, he'll love that. You'll make friends quickly. Yeah, he's just going to hate my guts for like you know the next oh five years. Yeah, uh, the Brewers get Justin Nicolino. That means Chris Davis and Ryan Braun. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. The they there's no hesitation there at all uh, against Justin Nicolino, who <laughs> could not strike out my grandma. So he'll be well, fine there. You got to admit, your grandma hits lefties pretty well. She's pretty good. She's pretty good. Um, how about uh, any of the Toronto guys getting Rick Porcello? I mean, it's mostly righties. Like, would you take Ben Revere, Jose Batista? Jose Batista likes to hit ground ball guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I I would probably not take Ben Revere. I would consider Joey Bats, but I I I'm, I've not been thrilled with him against whatever the there's there's one platoon split that is just terrible, and I can't remember which one it is. I have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, I think he'd be fine. He's in Fenway. Yeah, hey, let me. Be, I, I want to get this correct for our listeners. Okay. He's he's got a goofy ESPN.com profile pick. Oh boy, more of the scouting. Yeah, when Joey Bats faces righties, he, that's when he mashes. When he faces lefties, he struggles. Oh, right. he struggles. Is the power isn't there as much? Yeah. So I would be fine with him against Rick Porcello. Yeah, it'd be okay. It'd be in Fenway. And then um, finally, how about again? You're not in on it, but Andre Ethier getting Nick Tropiano. I'm fine with that too. To be okay. Here or yeah. Um, what about Adam Eaton? Are you in on Adam Eaton? He's been looking good lately. No. Adam Eaton versus whom? Trevor Bauer. You like Trevor Bauer too much, I'd say. I, I do like Trevor Bauer too much. I would. Yeah. I would. 
I would consider going with Trevor Bauer against the White Sox before I consider Adam Eaton against Trevor Bauer. Well, let's get to uh, these pitchers. We can start there, Trevor Bauer against the White Sox. Do you think that's actually a good matchup, or are you just done on the White Sox? A bit of both. both. Yeah. <laughs> a little uh, from column A, a little from column B, Dylan. Yeah, there's strikeouts to be had there. That's fine for him. I would, um, think, I would hope so. I think one of the big aces that people will be in on will be Max Scherzer against the Mets. The Mets have been a little bit hot, but you would imagine that at home Max Scherzer should do fine, right? Just the, the Nats have been just so mediocre. Yeah, but like, not Max Scherzer. Mediocre. Not Max Scherzer. He'll be fine, I would say. You don't think so? At, at home, he's been slightly more human than he has been on the road. I'm not worried about it. It's, I'm not really worried about it either. But you're going to pay through the nose for it. And I don't. I, I really like getting those win bonus points. I just. I don't think he's going to be able to get the win bonus. That's possible. That's possible. Even though the Nationals get John Neese. we'll see. Um, how about? Your boy, Chris Sale, opposite Trevor Bauer. He gets the Indians. Chris Sale, always and forever? Or are you worried about, I, again, no, I, them not scoring against Trevor Bauer? I'm both. But yeah. uh, you, Chris Sale has officially reached do not bet against and under any circumstances. Yeah. That's for me. Yeah. Just, all right. All right. But would you I, bet I would, on? Would you pick I would him? Take, I would take Trevor Bauer in the DFS lineup. But I don't I don't think taking Trevor Bauer is actually betting against Chris Sale. Okay. Okay. Does that make any sense at all? This is within reason, sort of. Um, how about Zach Greinke getting the Angels opposite your boy Nick Tropiano? It's oh. another ace that should do fine, right? Is anyone other than Tropiano? I'd be thrilled with it. But yeah, it's, yeah, I think you have to take it. He'll be fine. Yeah, and you can consider Tropiano, but it's the Dodgers, and they still hit oh. right. It's just fine. I don't want that. No. Um, the only other one I really wrote that I might like. I mean, there's two. You could go Mike Fires against the A's. Days are packing in a little bit, and Stephen Vogt got hurt on Sunday. Would you consider Mike Fires in Oakland? I would absolutely consider Mike Fires in Oakland, yeah. Yep. And the other one, the ultra-boring pick, Mike Leake gets the D-backs. Damn it, I wanted to mention Mike Leake. Because it's, it's so exciting, right? He's probably going to go at least six innings. He's probably going to get the win. Yeah. I, if if they can get the Corbin, and the Giants are pretty capable. Yeah. Any other pitchers stick out to you? It's actually not a great pitching day, I thought. How, how do we feel about Michael Pineda? It's fine. The Orioles have been cold. It's Yankee Stadium, but he does okay there in general. It's, it would be okay, I think. I don't love it, but I, I don't love Michael Pineda. But if you do, I don't think you're crazy. So mm. the Orioles are scary, but cold. I don't know. They make me nervous. So Yeah, that might be it for pitchers for me. It's, it's Bauer or Sale or Scherzer or... I like Mike Fires and Leak as the chief options, to be honest. Yeah. First off, I, I think we have to mention that there's probably going to be like you know an early and late game yes. in most. Yeah. If, if I'm playing early, I would look awfully hard at Michael Pineda. I would also look awfully hard at Lance Lynn. I like yeah. both of those guys at home. And yep. there's, I think there's strikeouts to be had in both those games for both those pitchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lance Lynn's always good for strikeouts, even if his control's iffy and... The Cubs like to strike out, too. They have power, but they can also strike out. And Schwarber's not in the lineup, so I can see uh, Lynn doing fine. You're right. Lynn is worth mentioning. Absolutely. Then if there's, like, like say, like a 4 p.m. Eastern time stack, mm-hmm. or 4 p.m. Eastern time game, where you have got Houston, Oakland, Colorado, San Diego, and San Francisco, Arizona, mm-hmm. I, Fires I would be all over. I, I, th- I love that for him. And I, yep. I, think, I think I would combine Fires and Mike Leake. Yep, I could see that for sure. That yeah, that's fine. the stacks I would go with there. Then in, in the late games, you've got Texas, Seattle, Atlanta, Philly, Minnesota, KC, LA, LA. Everybody's going Zach Greinke. Everybody's going Zach Greinke. That tells me I, I, I want to go against. Yeah. I, I, I want to go the other way. I would be going Giordano. 
Yeah, Iridano's been good, and he gets the twins who don't hit righties that well. And I would honestly, there's not that many strikeouts to be had, but I would like. Yeah, I kind of like Giovanni. Yeah, he'd be fine too in Seattle. Seattle's not that great. So I'd be going Team Y. Yeah, Giovanni and Giordano. Yeah, I can see that. Team Y is not crazy in this day. Like I said, I don't really like Ventura in general, but he's been good lately. So, yeah, there's options. There's options everywhere. Um, that's our DFS picks for Monday. Matt, we got to make some uh, Field of Streams picks, though, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right. Let's run through those. On this day, we just talked about your options are Drew Smiley is at 48%. Good pitcher, but bad matchup. Rick Porcello has looked good lately. He gets Toronto. Gross. Um, the other two I liked are Patrick Corbin and Nick Tropiano. And I know we picked a lot of guys against Corbin, but I probably have to bet on his peripherals and go with Patrick Corbin and just hope that Buster Posey and Marlon Bird don't murder him and Brandon Crawford. It's not a great matchup, but I just, I'm believing in his talent a little bit there at home, but I don't love it. It's not great. Are you going to go Tropiano against the Dodgers? Yeah. Yeah. Also not a great matchup, but it's a, it's a tough day. So I just, I, there, I, I just think there's talent there, and I think it's going to manifest itself at the major league level at some point. Yeah. So hopefully against the Dodgers, uh, you know, it's not a good matchup. What you're kind of hanging your what you're kind of hanging your hat on there is that um, he has 12 strikeouts in 16 innings this year with only three walks. Mm-hmm. He's been hit a little bit. Yeah. And in my opinion, that appears to be more bad driven than it is Tropiano being bad. Yeah. He's had talent in the past. I I don't think you're crazy. So I, I believe in Corbin more, just track record wise. But I don't think you're crazy. So well, he, he get hit, hit by the White Sox, which was concerning. Yeah, you should be. You should be worried. Um, how about Tuesday? I have five names. Um, All right. What do you Rysel, got? Iglesias keeps striking out a ton of guys, and he gets Pittsburgh, and he's forty-eight percent owned. He's kind of like was bad at first. He's worth a lot of attention. There's strikeouts there. Carlos Rodon gets the Indians. I'm not sure who you're worried about on the Indians hitting lefties. He could do fine there if you believe in his recent success. Chase Anderson gets the Giants. I think we're still brokenhearted about not loving that. Um, the Giants aren't that easy of a matchup anyway. Andrew Heaney gets the Dodgers. Lefty against the Dodgers is interesting. But he has to pitch opposite Clayton Kershaw. So that's, I mean, he would be fine if you just want the ratios. I think I'm going safe with Aaron Nola getting the Atlanta Braves, who are so, so punchless. Again, I think he could allow some bases to Freddie Freeman and then strand him because he's not getting much help. Um, I think that's a safe pick. I'm going Aaron Nola. Uh, Who do you have on Tuesday? I'm going with John Gray. Okay. Believing in John Gray going to San Diego. Yes. Getting that big, big environment change. I could see that, okay. Yeah. Is there a reason other than pedigree? Uh, pedigree, and I think he, he's not this bad. Yeah, I don't think he's this bad either, but um, and the got, Padres are pretty bad. We've seen 26 in, in a third innings of work at the major league level, 21 strikeouts to nine walks. Not great, but not laughable. Again, he's given up 35 hits. I think that's more a case of being on the wrong side of statistics as opposed to actually being a bad pitcher. Yeah, then he gets San Diego, so... It's a good matchup for him. It's it's and where you would want him. We've seen, we've seen Gray be successful. I mean, you know, he 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 put together two two quality, you know, two. I don't know. Yeah, not quality starts, but one quality start and one good starts would have been. We had two good starts in a row. I guess we we need a GS category now. Yeah, good starts. Yeah, that's com- like purely he, subjective. Yeah, and then he got actually blown up by, by the Mets, mm-hmm. and he's been kind of you know waffling between mediocre and. 
bad after yeah. that. So I, th- I think this, this is a good place to bounce back. I, I like it for John Gray. Yep. Okay. Going John Gray and San Diego. I like that matchup. And then on Wednesday, I had plenty of names again. Um, Joe Kelly, again, who was awesome in August, gets to go, but he gets Toronto. Gross. No thanks. Tom Kohler's at home against the Brewers. The Kohlerist of Toms. He could be fine there. Do you like Josh Tomlin going to the White Sox at all? Are you worried about Josh Tomlin? Like, worried in... Uh, As a White Sox fan, are you shaking in your boots, is what I'm asking. I want to say no, but I think Josh Tomlin's probably going to have success against the team. Yeah, so. that's my question. I think that, <laughs> I that's interesting. It just, it just the, the, the way you ask the question, I mean, and it's combined with the way you ask the question and where I am in my White Sox fandom at this point. <laughs> you know, I'm... Uh, no joke. I'm like one step away from like being being like Randy Quaid in Major League Two with like the logo X'd out on the hat, you know, the yeah. jacket inside out, rooting against them, uh-huh. actively rooting against them. Yeah. Um, so you agree, Josh Tomlin could have success there. You know. I yeah. I, I yeah. Especially just, hasn't he he been like really really good in his last few starts? He's interesting. He's he's an interesting pitcher. I'm sure we'll talk about him more. The game against Detroit, they've pretty much backed it in. We'll we'll talk more about him on Wednesday, but he's an option. Um, Chris Medlin gets the twins. Trigger's only three walks. He's a control guy. He's a super control guy. You're gonna talk him into being your pick here. I feel like um, consider Chris Medlin getting the twins. He was bad last time out. I still believe in him. Your boy Zach Godley is back, and he gets the Giants. And then our boy Martin Perez goes to Seattle, and he's just been aggressively fine so far. Not good, but fine. Um, You're not going to mention Aaron Brooks or Edgar James almost? I am not going to mention either of them. Almost blew up the other day, just like we expected him to. Thanks for delivering. He delivered on on what we wanted. Um, I think I... The safe option is Tom Kohler against the Brewers, but it's September. He's always the safe option. He is. That's a good safe pick. It's September. i got to play catch-up. I'm going Chris Medlin against the Twins. Hoping for some upside righty on Twins there. I'm I'm taking Josh Tomlin. You talked yourself into Josh Tomlin. Those control numbers against the White Sox. He's been fantastic. Let's let's do our Josh Tomlin research the next two days, and then on Wednesday's show, we'll we'll be talking about him. I feel like it'll be good. Um, Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Yeah, I'm not going to be here for a week. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Is that this week? Yeah. Oh, i got to do some scheduling. Where, are you You're gone Wednesday? No, no, no. I, I fly Tuesday night. Yes. And I come I fly, I fly. come back Thursday night. Okay. We're going to have to figure this out schedule-wise. You want to record while you're in an airport? It's really fun. I tell do you. not, because I'm going to be in O'Hare, and it's going to be miserable. It is. All right, uh, we got some scheduling stuff to figure out. Stay tuned. I forgot all about that. We'll talk about that off air. I, I didn't. No, I'm, 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 I'm excited. It's, it's my first like real adult business trip. And where are you going? Cleveland. Cleveland. So our Cleveland listeners, hit up Matt, tell him where to go, other than, oh, the, Ro- other than the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What Matt should check out in Cleveland. No, the conference section connects. There's a bare naked ladies concert on Wednesday night. Oh boy, the BNL. <laughs> that would be cool, kind of. Yeah, at the conference I, center. I, I will. I will stick around for them to play one week, and then I will be. Um, yeah, I'll stick around for them to play one week, and then I'm gonna bounce. Yeah, that'll be cool. Well, uh, Matt's on Twitter at mattdfp911, and again, Clevelanders, let him know what's up. I'm on Twitter at higginsfos, and uh, yeah. That, that should do it for us. I'm, I'm off to go explore Alaska a little bit. I'll be back. I'll be on air all week one way or another. 
Uh, we got to find some substitutes for Matt. Figure this out. We'll figure out the scheduling stuff. Um, anyway, for Matt, I'm Dylan. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.